Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 37. My guest today is going to be my best buddy, Justin Leon. Justin is a great comedian and also uh, recently had a baby. Just, uh, what, a month? I, it wasn't me. I, I didn't have <laughs> What's it been now, a month already? Yeah, she's six weeks uh, this past Sunday. Isn't she? early because she wasn't supposed to be here until two weeks ago, and she came four weeks early, so we've had some bonus weeks with it. That's right. My uh, nephew just had a kid yesterday, or not yesterday. Um, him and his him and his girl had a, a baby uh, maybe three days ago. So yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're right there in uh, age. It's it's so funny. My family is so uh, you know, like my dad has had two kids after me, like thirteen years, and then another. I guess Brianna's like thirty years younger than me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which it's is crazy. Thing is this feeling that you get because you know I had uh, Sydney, my oldest daughter, uh, when I was uh, in my early thirties, and now having Luca, now there's a big window, there's a gap, and uh, <clears throat> you start doing the math, you're like. I've got a nephew who has a kid now, so some of the ne- niece, some of the nephews are going to be older than the uncles in my family. We got a, <laughs> we got we have quite a few of those. What's that? Yeah, well, that's the Gaithers. I know what you mean. So, Luca, <clears throat> Luca Ileona, right? Ileana. Ileana. Okay. And and your mom's name was Ilena, so it's a version of Ilena? Right. Okay. It is. When mom, was, when mom was little, her name was spelled I-L-E-A-N-A. And my grandmother used to say that she pronounced it Ileana, but my mom didn't like that name. She didn't like Ileana. So, I changed the spelling to I-L-E-O-N-A. Luca's middle name, and uh, and it's a little bit play on mom's name and my middle name, Leon, you know. And uh, I was just gonna name her Luca Leona and leave the I off. And then uh, when EJ, baby mama, came out of uh, 
had to go to the operating room right after she was delivered. She had a little bit of complications. She came out and it was like she had seen a ghost or something when she was in there. She was just so emphatic about, no, it has to be Ileana. It has to be Ileana. I was thinking about your mom the entire time I was in there. It has to be. I was like, okay, whatever. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we ended up with it. And, and who is Luca after? Your, tell us that story because that's. for that joke then that might be fucked up but I'm sure that's not the only reason school you're like you're dead to me you worthless son of a bitch <laughs> no more <laughs> your mama got you from here on out and I'm done <laughs> well Luca's a badass name dude she's either gonna be a lawyer too or some kind of uh, some kind of power position where she's bossing people around with that kind of name Plus, I've seen her feet. She's going to be nine damn feet tall. Ain't nobody going to fuck with Luca. <laughs>
every time I'm out on the on the field or whatever, uh, it's like the balls always go straight towards my face. And I was like, okay, well, you need to stay away from sports and dick. How about that? That segues into pretty good, actually, uh, into what what do you think about uh, the Louis C.K. thing? Balls in your face. Um, <laughs> it is a good segue. You know, it's funny. When it, was, when it first went down, I thought about you. And if everything wasn't going on so crazy in my life at that time, I would have I called in. But, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. I start thinking about, you know, us as comics and us as young comics. And, you know... I know, you know, like you kind of touched on, there's, there's been, you know, if, if five have come out and, um, you know, he, he, more women have, have been okay with it than have not been with it. Like he, he's done it enough. He's done it enough that he felt that he was starting to feel, uh, bulletproof about it. I mean, there has to be some, he's a smart dude. He has to know that eventually he's going to, and that had to be part of the, uh, the excitement for him, in a way, I'm sure now he's like fuck. But leading hey, leading up to it, have you have you watched any of his his uh, after it went down? I went back and watched some more of the the FX show Louis, and it, there's so many there's so many hints to it. He he leaves sexual Easter eggs all throughout his show. There's so many times where the character has done so much off shit where it doesn't seem that crazy until you know the truth behind it. You know where it's coming from. It's like he was trying to admit to it. It's like that new movie that didn't come out, they say it's just a blueprint to the same guy that he is. Uh, masturbating in movie theaters is what the character does. and All this stuff where it's almost like he's trying to get caught. Like he was trying to tell everybody, I'm a monster. This is what serial killers do. It's how they get caught. They, they, they start collecting ears, and all of a sudden they're dropping ears at stores just to let people know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, 
it's psycho behavior. Well, I'm not defending what he did, but it, is he... It, it, is it anything more, really, though, than him just asking a really off question? Because from what I understand, if a, if he asked a girl, "Hey, can I jerk off in front of you?" and they said no, he was like, "Okay, I'm sorry, I have issues," and and he'd you know kind of try to play it off. But if they said yes, then he just did it. And I know there's well, but that's that's not what the, the that's not what the two women that said they were in the hotel room were. And you have to keep in mind, it's not really about the act in this situation. See. The reason why I'm not worried about anybody bringing me up on sexual assault charges or because I have no power. That's the key. That's where all this comes to to a to a head is because part is because there is too many men or anybody who use this power to to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's the same thing with with racism and sexism. It, it, it's, when you say Hey, you mind if I pull my dick out and jerk it in front of me? And and this woman is looking at you like, okay, this is Louis C.K. She's got all the all the special. It it would be hard for a guy who has no sexual attraction to another man, but is in that business, to go. Am I just gonna bust Louis C.K. who has all this power, who has all these connections? Who, who has all this money. Well, you don't have to bust him, but you could say, uh, no, I'm good, man. <laughs> Just kind of okay. laugh it off. Then, 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 but see, that's, that's, that's real easy to say from this distance. That's real easy for us to say because we're in a position where we, we don't need Louis C.K. We would like Louis C.K. power. We would like to be able to use some of it. But and, and we're not, we don't, we don't feel... We don't feel threatened career-wise. If you have, if everything you're depending on is this hope that maybe this guy can help me get to this next level, maybe, maybe this is it. This is this is going to be the key to. If all I got to do is just let this weirdo jerk off in front of me, but I'm just going to let him do it. It's a power thing. If, if if it has to go back to sexuality for somebody who's a business, if we're in the same business together. If I'm not attracted to you physically, and and we're in a why why come at me like that? I did something real off once years ago um, when I was in my horniest of times. Uh, I came back from L.A. to Kansas City, and Nikki Glaser was at the uh, Stanford and Son. I remember this, and I felt I, I felt like shit about it for years. Then I got over it. I was like, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> she was on stage. And she had done a set, and it was my first time meeting her. And Porter was like, "Yo, this is Nikki. She's really she. She was just up there. She's very funny." And uh, I might have had a drink or two, but no excuses. And I said, uh, "Hey, how you doing? Boy, you sure I've been looking at some shit about her sexuality, about how fine she was, or something of me trying to fuck her is what I was doing." And uh, and she said, "Yeah, but well, well, am I funny?" And it just dawned on me, "Oh fuck, she's a comedian." And I was trying to just—I—I—I I, I, I just saw her set. Her set was funny, but the only thing in my mind was the idea of how hot she was. So everything else just went away. And so when women have to deal with that on a constant basis, can you just imagine that? Do you just imagine that every day? Oh, I—I I can't. I—I, I, I, yeah. Trust me. The shit—the shit that I know. No matter how much work she, she, she put 
put in just as much work as I did to write her material, to come up with what she's doing, and 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 and, and to make it work. And and on top of that, she has to stand in front of men who like me at that time, but all they do is see her ass and they're like, oh, fuck her, I'm gonna fuck shit. And think about all that she has to overcome, and she did that. And then I just minimized her with, hey, you want fuck, basically, and yeah. just just shot away everything. And so that after I got older and more mature and thought about things differently that bothered me and uh and so that idea of women having to deal with that on a regular basis has to be tiring and that's why that's why what's going on right now is going on it's not just a call to arms against comedians or or politicians or actors or or people in, in this, is, this is a call to action against donald trump the problem is the president of the United States got on a bus with Billy Bush and said, you can grab women by this pussy and when you're famous, you can get away with that. And every woman that has been literally and figuratively grabbed by their pussy over their lives by famous, powerful people are sick of it. This is their way of screaming. This is their protest. This is this is them looting and rioting and standing in the streets and saying, I've had enough of this shit. This is them going, you can't just take pictures of me while I'm asleep pretending to grope me, Al Franken. Man, that just killed me. Al fucking Franken. I was going to vote for that punk ass before we went in the next election, but now I can't because he put himself in a position where he can't, he can't be run for president. That's done. That's done. You know where else I've noticed that, that I feel like you know, and it'll never be changed because advertising is king. It's what runs this entire country. But all sex sells everything, dude. Everything. And and you know, young boys uh, objectify women. Well, how the fuck can they not? When that's I mean, they don't even realize that's what they're seeing, but like there's a huge billboard just every time I walk my dog around the block, they they change the billboard like once every month. And now there's a Verizon billboard. It's it's about Verizon, but right in front of the Verizon uh the letter or whatever are these two these two women and they're they're young they're probably teenagers they've got shorts on that might as well be a bikini they're so short and and I'm like you know that shit is part of the problem you know you don't need long legs to sell fucking Verizon but basically what they're putting in people's subconscious mind is use Verizon and you'll get some pudding you know and <laughs> and that sounds simplistic but it's true
And they allowed that to come out. They allowed it to happen. And then somebody, the same guys who put those billboards up, the same guys who are in control of things, decided to go, you know what, let's make sure we keep this about money, pussy, hoes, make sure we keep calling women bitches, make sure we keep talking about drugs. And now we're at a point in 2017 where we have music that is ridiculous. This is a song called Percocet Molly. It's all about dope. It's all about drugs. And this whole idea that we have all these prescription opioid problems in this country where people are OBing every fucking day off of prescription drugs. And then for us to say, but it's okay for us to sing about these prescription drugs in this community and for these people to... There, there has to be a time where people are held accountable, and not just the artists. Yeah, because the artists are doing it, but that's because that's what's being allowed to be sold. Right. There's a bunch of artists out there saying positive, upbeat, trying to change the community in a positive way music, but they ain't letting that go. Why not? Why is it okay to keep downgrading and degrading uh, communities of color, women, gay people, all of these people who have less power it's easy to make America great again and shit on all those people by allowing certain things to just keep coming to the forefront. That's what all this is. And that's why every now and again, people go nuts. Women go nuts and go, fuck this. I'm telling them, every one of you assholes has ever said or done anything wrong. And the time will go past. Everybody freaks out about this shit for a minute. And then it'll go away. They were killing black people in the streets all last year. Everybody was rioting and looting. We shall overcome. We stand in the street. Nobody says shit about that now. Yeah. Our- Kaepernick was kneeling. Everybody was so fucked up with the NFL. Is is that is that is that still a thing? I don't I don't watch football at all anymore. Is fucking old town? No, I mean not really. If you if you haven't heard it, then it's not a thing in your world. No, I mean people. People, they're not kneeling. I'm just asking if they're still kneeling anymore. They're not doing that anymore. Who knows? Maybe, but the press has stopped showing it. That's what's going on. Yeah. It's like anything else. Yeah. As long as the media doesn't show it, we don't know if it's happening. I'm sure somebody is, but I'm sure somebody just said, let's just don't show it anymore. Yep. We're losing viewership. The NFL, I'm sure, said, you know what? Because the NFL came out and said, we're going to give X amount of million dollars to the organization about uh, uh, equality, rights, and all whatever. Okay, so that, that, that calms some people down. The season's gone on. Everybody's team is doing what it's doing, so nobody's claiming they need Colin Kaepernick on their team. So that's done. Uh, he's gotten to be out of the league and making money elsewhere. He's GQ Man of the Year, uh, Citizen of the Year, whatever it was, and, and he's doing fine, and he's selling T-shirts, and he's got a platform, and he's doing what he's doing. So he's fine. So the, the eyes have turned. They just changed direction. Russia, North Korea. Uh, when the weather goes bad, we'll wait for another hurricane or tornado and whatever else, and we'll focus there, and everybody will forget about it. It's just people are stupid, and they're easily pacified. It takes nothing, nothing to make somebody just forget about this all, this, this direction. Look at this shit over here. Well, what happened to that? Ah, that's still there, but we're not worried about that anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's cyclical. Like I've seen it. Like I, I, I have been pretty successful lately. I, I talk about this almost every podcast, but I've been pretty successful lately about keeping uh, social media off my phone. Like I keep deleting it. Sometimes, 
Sometimes I'll add it just to make sure no I haven't missed anything important, like a you know a message or something. But and then I'll just delete it immediately. And I, I'm a lot happier. Like I don't compare myself to I don't compare myself to people. I don't look at their lives and go, oh fuck, maybe I fucked up. Maybe I should have done this or you know, um, I, none of that crap. And and I feel happier about it. And when I do get on it for two seconds, and I I almost immediately see something that annoys me, and I'm like, well, that's that's on you, man. You didn't have to see this, and I'll just delete it again. Um, I'm not I'm not as bad as. I think you are when it comes to being affected by other people's shit that way. I, I do get affected by other people's shit like that, but maybe not as bad. And for me lately, especially over the past year and a half, so right, mom died in, in August of 2016. So the election, Trump, all that stuff that was going on, it was, it was way in the back of my mind. I never really focused too heavy on it, so it never upset me because I was thinking about life and death. Trump didn't bother me because my mama was dead. And then so the reality of me facing my own mortality and dealing with that kind of shit made everything else not important at all. And so when I got a little bit better, six months, seven months after that, maybe getting into some other stuff, then we got pregnant. And so my mind went on life and new life and rebirth and all this kind of stuff in my head. And so my focus went there. And then past six weeks, they came early, came four weeks early, prepared, so I had to get into scatter mode and take care of kids, take care of baby mama, all this kind of stuff came into play, and so in the past six weeks, only once every six days, I'll turn on the news, I'll turn on one of the CNN apps or something on my, 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 my TV, look at something for a few minutes, see if there's anything major. Something happens. Okay. I see it. And then I go back. And truthfully, in my world, just in my world, there's no slavery. In my world, there's no sexual harassment. In my world, Trump didn't tweet anything stupid. In my world, I haven't dealt with, dealt with any of that stuff. And I'm still here. And I'm still happy. And I'm still alive. And I'm still figuring out how to do what I do every day. Without the obligation of worrying about what the fuck's going to go in the world. What about North Korea and the nuclear weapons? Yeah. Shoot those motherfuckers. I don't give a shit. Shoot them. Shoot them if you want to. So if, I'm not going to spend my entire life worrying about that every day. I'm not going to have this just haunt my survival. We, we are all going to die. If, if, you handle, if you handle your little piece, if you handle your little piece... And everybody handles their little piece of the corner, then then everything would be all right. So so yeah. Instead of worrying about like Don't what put your shit on me, I won't put my shit on you. Yeah, I won't come to you and go. Listen, I need you to hashtag pray for Luca because she got here four weeks early. I you, your prayers ain't gonna do jack shit for me. Okay, so let you just handle your shit. I'll handle my shit. And and you, when I see you, I'll be kind. And I'll, I'll be curious, and I'll be understanding, and we'll have a personal conversation. If we love people, if we're friends like that, then we'll do Stop the rest of this shit, man. Figure your own shit out. You're going to die. People you love are going to die. And the only thing that matters is what you do while you're here. Because it all goes away. It all goes away, man. It doesn't. And people are wasting energy and time and livelihood on shit that doesn't matter. I see people getting so upset about that. I put a, I put a status up. Just yesterday, uh, 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 I tweeted, if, if 
if I have to take my shoes off to come, if you would want me to take my shoes off when I come to your house, please let me know beforehand so I don't come to your house. Just being <laughs> silly. There's something that pops into my head. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, it's right. And so I put it up, and somebody replied, huh, why? You know, I ask people to take their shoes off at my house, and it's kind of a culture thing, and it's cleaner. And I responded, yo, don't take this shit so seriously. It's a tweet. I, I'm funny sometimes. And on top of that, I've never been invited to your fucking house. I don't know you. I don't know where you live. So this doesn't have anything to do with you. But you took it personal because that's something that you do at your house. Because you've seen that look on people's faces when you went, look, oh, give me a favor and take your shoes off. But okay, well, what if I got shitty socks on? What if I walk through dog shit in my socks and I'm covering those up with my shoes? And I'm saving you. How about that? I hate, okay, I, I'll take I hate taking off my shoes for two reasons. One, I'm short and it makes me shorter. And two, it'll fuck up an outfit when you take your shoes off. Like, I'm not a big fashion guy, but sometimes, like, your shoes, that's everything. You take it off, all of a sudden you just look like a dipshit. A short dipshit. saying this shit since when I was 10 years old they or less than that like 6 years old 7 or 8 they brought out that the day after movie and scared the shit out of everybody you remember how scary that fucking movie was when you are a child and you lived in Kansas where it was supposed to hit that's the center of the earth and blah 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 that's exactly where it'll go yeah I was 7 and I'm 42 now and they're doing the same shit Life, who you dated, where you lived, 
whether or not you have children, what you eat, how you eat, all of that will be dictated with the idea, well, any minute now, the Russians can drop the fucking bomb on us. You can't live like that. You, well, actually, you can, but it's a waste. This is wasting your time. You're yeah. wasting your space. Because it's always happening. Do you think, you know, when people, this is the worst, in the history of the world, this is the worst time in American history. Is it? Ask Emmett Till, the young man who was killed because they assumed, they assumed that he whistled at a white woman in the 50s and they lynched him. He was 13 years old. He was lynched by a group of white men who thought he whistled at a, at a white woman and got lynched. And then come to find out in 2016 that, that, that he never even did that. He never even whistled at the white woman, which that wouldn't have made a difference anyway. But he never even did it, and he did. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he would think this time period ain't as bad as that time period. Maybe the Civil maybe War, when literally 60,000 people in a day were fucking killed in one battle, maybe, th- maybe that was worse. Dude, have you seen the 13th Amendment? Yeah, I saw it. I, oh. saw, it. I saw it when you saw it. Fuck. fucked up you were about it. That drove you crazy. I saw it. Yeah, I, it was... It, I just... It was so eye-opening to me. It was so eye-opening to me how that how that transpired and why why our prison system is the way it is. The stat that stuck out to me was they said 97% of cases that... that um, they don't go to trial. They they set they uh they yeah. whatever they do they uh they, they take a plea. Yeah, they're, that's what you call it. And they they take a plea. And can you imagine if, if even half the people demanded a trial, it would fuck up the economy. There'd be so many people having to do jury duty. Ninety seven percent don't go to trial. And, and they and what they do is they're like. Um, you know, you can cop a plea and get two years, or we'll go to court, we'll go to trial for you, but then you'll get 30. Well, how the fuck is that a choice? Ain't nobody gonna choose, ain't nobody gonna take that, that gamble. Very, very, very few people, and... But then, but, and then it all goes back to financial, because in order to, to, to go to trial, you have to pay the Even if they cared, they couldn't do shit for you. for when you 
when you hire some hot lawyer that that for that costs a ton of money, you ain't paying for that guy's courtroom skills. You're paying for the fact that he knows the prosecutor and he knows the judge and they play golf together and his kids go to school with each other and blah blah blah. You ain't fucking paying for anything but for him to make a deal for you. That's all you're doing. I, 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 I live in a house with an attorney, and she's a uh, family law attorney. She does she doesn't do criminal. She does family law, uh, a little bit of PI, and, and uh, but mostly family law, divorce, all that kind of stuff. And what it is, it is about relationships that they have, and it's also about the time that they can put into your case. Because right. that's the key. You need an attorney that has the time and the ability to go and look for all the details. This way, for you, there's a way for everybody to get away with everything. It's all about knowing the law, knowing the details, finding and having the time to get all those little pieces. That's why. That's why you hear sometimes you hear about people going to prison and getting a law degree while they're in prison, uh, finding the right thing, they're getting the case thrown out or getting the time thrown out on their own because they've had time. That's because they've had years. To look through the books, there's years, there's nothing that they can do but to look through different case files and figure shit out and find because it takes time. And if you have a public attorney, he, he, not, he, he doesn't have the time yeah. to figure out every fucking thing. And it is about the relationship. It's about all of that. Yeah. It's a hustle. It's a hustle. Yep. Just like everything else, and and they make there there's so much. It's modern day slavery, the prison system, and they make so there's so many people dependent on. It. I mean, you think about the fact that you know people don't think about the fact that they have to feed those people. So, um, you know, somebody's getting paid. Somebody, there's some corporation that's getting paid for their food. Mm-hmm. There's some, somebody puts clothes on them. Whoever whoever's selling the jumpsuits. Or them, them shoes that they're wearing, they're making billion dollars on jumpsuits. Yep. You have to understand that. There's, there's a fucking fortune being made just housing. Yeah. And so, yeah, of course, we, it's a business. We're going to keep people locked up. It cost $2.3 million to uh, take care of Manson for all those years. That's one person. I mean, and they wouldn't do it if they weren't still making money off it. It's like Burger King selling their chicken nuggets for 15 cents a piece. Well, they're still making money, so what the fuck exactly are you eating? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't chicken. Yeah. What happened, what happened to your Chiefs anyway, Justin? I heard they were 5-0 and oh, and now they're 5-6. and six. I can really throw them under the bus now. <laughs> well, let me be very clear when you say my Chiefs. Yeah, I... Oh, they're my team too. I just don't give a fuck about football anymore. They 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 do what they do every year. I've been saying this for the last thirty years of my life. I am a Chiefs realist. I root for them, but I know what's gonna happen. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't one of these people. I was even. I was even more worried when they were five and zero to start the season off. Like, oh shit, ain't got nowhere to go but down after this. weren't they nine and zero a few years ago? Thirteen and three, home field advantage, first round. Yeah. <laughs> Lost in the first round. Lost in the first round. Lost in the first round. Yeah. You know, and, and truthfully, last night the money that football came out, and I, I have been telling a joke that I was telling a joke weeks ago 
that it would have been easier to boycott if the Chiefs weren't so good. That's when they were 5-0. So now it, it, it hasn't taken anything for me not to watch a lot of football. But last night I watched the highlights from the Monday Night Football game, and I sure hope that young man who made that tackle isn't paralyzed from the waist down, but he hit his head and on the tackle and immediately reached for his back, and his legs didn't move, and they rushed him off, and they're saying, you know, they just say he looks down better, but they're still not telling any details. Uh, it's a brutal sport. It's a monstrous sport. Dude, those dudes are so big and fast and strong. I don't know how people don't get fucking killed. <laughs> I mean, because seriously. They, they are, but they're getting killed slowly. <laughs> they are getting killed. All yeah. of them. You look at the numbers and see how often NFL players die at a young age or, or have so many debilitating injuries that fuck up the rest of their lives. You look at those numbers. They don't want to show those numbers. And you look at those numbers, it shows that those athletes are, it's, just, it's a deadly sport. Uh, and we are we're a bloodthirsty society, you know. We we ain't gonna stop watching it. So, we, what pissed people off more than seeing these athletes destroy themselves and beat themselves up because everybody goes, "Well, they're getting paid, so fuck them. They, they know what's going on." And then when when they decide we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna protest a not the flag, not the military, we're gonna protest an injustice that we see. Then everybody goes, well, "I'm not watching that fucking sport anymore." Oh, well, it was okay for them to treat each other like animals and pound each other in the head. Then after they get done, do some crazy shit in their real life. But as soon as they do something that's not necessarily in agreement with what you believe in your life, now it's a bad sport? Okay. Yeah. I still like football. I just watch too much wrestling. If I if I watched football and all the wrestling I do, I mean, I literally would not do anything else. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... You and your 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 uh, social media and BT makes me wish I I had more love for wrestling. I just don't. I get it and I respect it and I know it's hard and I never I never want to fight one of you fuckers. But well, it's something that you have to kind of you almost have to grow up doing it in order to to really like like a lot of wrestling is is boring even to me. I um I enjoy the stories and uh, and all that and and. It's not near as boring as it used to be either. Kids are really, uh, God, these days freshmen are coming in and like true freshmen. There's two or three true freshmen this year that are probably going to win NCAAs that I'm going to bet on. And and when I, when I was wrestling in college, that shit just didn't happen. No matter how talented a freshman you were, especially going to a Division One program, you were going to get your ass kicked for a while, you know, until you figured out the different level and, and technique and all that shit. But now... These kids are got access to so much stuff that they they get good so young. It's it's really exciting to watch these days. Um, speaking of uh, young and all that, if if you could tell twenty five year old Justin something, uh, what would it be? Um, I think see that's one of those questions they should have told me about yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I was just thinking that actually. I should have told him. 25. It. Where was I at 25? 25 was, let's see. You'd have been over on Warwick. I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was, so this is 17. Yeah, yeah, it was over there. Um, I would tell him, 
I apologize for putting you on the spot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like as because there's so many, there's so many different things I would tell him. It'd just be, I would say, I would say work, work, work hard on your, enjoy the time. Yeah. Work hard on your craft. Um, but learn to learn to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Be patient. Enjoy it. Uh, don't don't take yourself seriously. I don't think I took myself that seriously, but there was a couple times during that period of time where it was like, you know, it's all good to just chill out a little bit and, and uh, but just enjoy it. I, I don't think I, there's, there's nothing, I, there's, I wouldn't be like a time machine going, well, don't do this or do this. Mm-hmm. I don't have those kind of uh, regrets. I don't have life regrets like that because I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I am right now. So in order for all that to, to happen, uh, I'd probably tell him, Go tell your mother to get a breast exam. That's what I would have done. Yeah. If, if I could, if, if I could go back and talk to to me, the twenty five year old Justin, the only thing I would want to do is say, go force your mother to go get a breast exam right now. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. That's well, well, that's uh, you know. That's probably the best answer you could you could have, um, because no matter what, you would go back and tell your twenty five year old self. Uh, it, it wouldn't matter. I saw I saw somebody the other day put something up that said, "What would you tell your five year old self?" And I was like, "It wouldn't fucking matter. You'd be five. <laughs> you know, the five year old just go, yeah, okay, live life to the fullest, and yeah, okay, I'm gonna eat my booger now." Right. <laughs> it's like that for anybody, you know. I, I've tried. I have. I have four siblings. I have tell that story i've never even i don't think i've ever uh talked about that on this on this podcast but uh when i was in indianapolis this has probably been god close to eight years eight or ten years ago probably and i was i was drinking and after the show um i was talking to these girls and having a great time i had just headlined this club i'd never headlined and and had a bunch of money in my pocket and and had a pretty good buzz and, and was having a great time and and uh went to take a picture of these two girls and and this guy got in the picture and I said, Hey dude, nobody wants you in this picture, just kind of jokingly and uh and he got you pissed. Always say, you always, when you tell this story you always say jokingly, but I got a feeling it was it was a little more than just jokingly. You say it was a lot of Laughing, <laughs> well, it was one of those things where there was there was there were no it 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 wasn't like that. I really just said, "Hey, nobody wants you in this picture," because it was two pre- it was two pretty girls, and he kind of stuck his face in there, 
And I just said it in a way that that was like that was like, "Hey, man, you're fucking up the picture." And and people laughed, and it really wasn't a big deal. But this guy was uh, a meth head, first of all. Um, so he doesn't take that as a, a small joke. He 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 heard that and just festered. And I'm just taking a, I'm just taking a picture, and then I go back to talking to people and whatever. And I think he either had it on him or went to his truck and got it. I mean, he was mad. And come to find out. One of these girls I was talking to, he used to date or something. Um, so I'm just standing there talking to her. It was innocent. It wasn't like we were making out or, or even really flirting. I was just talking to her. And this dude came out of nowhere and hit me with, uh, it's called an ASP, ASP, those things that uh, um, cops used to carry. And he, yeah. he hit me in the head with this thing and... I grabbed a hold of him and I looked at him because I was thinking, this dude's going to realize he just hit the comedian and he hit the wrong guy. Well, I guess I was the right guy because he kind of shook himself off and started beating the hell out of me with that thing. And I finally um, was able to grab a hold of him and throw him down on the ground. And I was so out of it that I, for some reason, I was kind of kicking his ass and they said I just got off him. And then he hit me with that thing again and then ran off. And uh, anyway, it it almost killed me. I mean, my orbital bone yeah. was fractured and my head, yeah. you could touch it. It sounded like Rice Krispies for up to a month after that. And I think I had black eyes for about six weeks. And, yep, I remember all that. Oh, dude, it was fucking awful. And I don't believe that was my fault, but it certainly wouldn't have happened had I not you know, had I not been drinking for a variety of reasons, um, right. you know, so I have to take my responsibility for it, even though it was certainly, you know, but I don't even know why we got started talking on that, but, well, because we were talking about going back and talking about, yeah, yeah, you're, you're young and so, you, you couldn't have just went back and told your younger self, yo, I don't know, one thing that said, you're gonna be in a fight tomorrow, uh, protect yourself or be, be careful because that's not what the problem was. You had to go, yo, watch, you can't, you don't need to be drinking tomorrow. You don't need to be staying after the show, even though it's going to be a great set. You shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't be hanging out with these girls. You should keep, uh, you have, you, there's so many different things that you have to tell somebody, your, your younger self, because your younger self would have been like, full of questions. First of all, spaceman, I'll do what I want. <laughs> you get back in the leg and go shoot yourself off someplace else. But, but you uh, know what? Your younger self might, might, have, might have listened to your, your, your future man because you were so much better than that. Because you had I see pictures every now and again of how I, I 
I looked when I was drinking, and I can't, sometimes I can't believe it's me, and sometimes people will post a picture like, oh, throwback Thursday. I'm like, take that shit down. God damn, I look like I ate myself. Yeah, yeah I think you did that to me one time. I think you were mad at me. I think I put a picture of us from back in the day, not thinking about it like that. And uh, I think you didn't talk to me for a couple weeks because of that fucking photo. Oh, that ain't true. But, uh... <laughs> Well, uh, we've been talking at 51 minutes, and uh, I think it's been a good podcast, so unless there's something else you want to say, we can sign the fuck off. And, uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm glad to talk to you. It's been a minute. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll end this podcast, and, and we'll talk a few more minutes. But, um, yeah, I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad that uh, everything is good with Luca, and Sydney got to meet her. And, uh, oh, absolutely. It was pretty cool to see them together, and... Uh, is she, so about that. is she just in love with her? Oh my God, man! Such a big sister, changing diapers and and uh, carrying her around. It's a big deal to her, and if I can get over some of that baby mama drama with the ex, uh, there's some there'll be some good stuff to come out of it. And I think I think it'll all work out in time and all that kind of stuff. But she's she's been out here twice. And, Spent two weeks out here, one during Thanksgiving and one before that. She wants to spend all her holidays and her summer vacation and all that with her sister. So uh, I'm excited to watch that relationship blossom. She is the exact same age uh, difference between her and Luca as I am between me and Seda. Okay. So there's this nine-year gap. So so I'm interested to see and make sure that – because me and Sadie still have a good relationship now. It's been up and down over the years, but we're good now. And so I'm looking forward to watching kind of the, the scenario play out where she could be big sister in the same role that I was big brother with Sadie. So it's, it should be fun. Yeah. Well, I know you're uh, I know you're doing a great job, and, and uh, she's lucky to have you for a daddy. But uh, I really appreciate you being on here. Hang on one second. I'll close up this podcast, and then I'll talk to you for a few more minutes. Okay, fun. All right, hang on. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Tim Gaither Podcast. Uh, make sure you check out timgaithercomedy.com. Go to makingithappen.com. Um, Justin Leon is available uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Justin Leon. And uh, let's see, makingithappen.com, timgaithercomedy.com. i got a few dates coming up. Make sure you check those out. I'm going to Dallas this week, and I appreciate all you guys listening. God bless all of you. Take care. Bye.